Good evening, everybody. Tonight's learning is sponsored by the Joseph family as a schus for a shidduch for Miriam Orobas Chana. Tonight we also inaugurate our corporate sponsorship by Barry Stein Tax and Accounting Services and Hirotzen that uh, should be a schus for Barry for all of us. Avodas Hakodesh. Schus for our learning should also be a schus for Shleim from Yem Beil Bas and for all the Chayli Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael Nabuch who are suffering from wounds, and should be schus for Am Yisrael and for all of those that need a Yeshua and all of Kali Yisrael. Amen. So this week is a very difficult week to learn because it's a very very difficult story to discuss. Something that in the Gemara Megillah says that the story of Amnon and Tamar is not Nikra, it's not Maturgam. We don't need this as Haftar when Haftar used to be much more open. You could pretty much, you know, imagine you got to get up there and say whatever you were in the mood of. But uh, this is one of the things that we don't read. We're not Matargan because it's 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 not David, but it's there. Because Baruch put it here for us to learn from. And <clears throat> the point of this, you know, there's some some, some important limudim to learn out from the story. First of all, this is the beginning of the punishments of David. David Amelach said that Arba is going to have to pay besides for the Misa, he has to pay four times and David HaMelech was punished with, with his own family, terrible, terrible source with his own family, we saw already the Misa of his young child and now we're going to continue and see the next punishment of David HaMelech and what's scary is we'll see to use the Lashem Chazal, I don't know if Chazal say it over here, but the concept of Raglehun the Inish in an Arvin Bay that a person's own feet, take him to carry out the punishments of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We'll see how Dabr HaMelech, twice in the same parak, two different terrible stories that happened to Dabr HaMelech, and Dabr HaMelech is, Mamish ends up being the one who actually causes his own punishment, his own tsar, in a terrible way, and it's an important lesson. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu is something, we can do whatever we want, we can stand on our head, we can huff and puff, not only we're we not going to prevent it, but Hakadosh Baruch Hu's atzas Hashem Yisakim is going to be geizim that we ourselves are geirim what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to happen. And there's also a very important lesson about tivus and about <clears throat> what happens when we are ready for tivus and where the end result is. So we're up to Perkut Gimel, possibly begins Vayiachrechem. Following all the events that took place previous, and David and Basheva and the terrible Nevoa from Nelson Hanavi, and so on. So, Avshalom ben David Achais Yafa. Avshalom, David's son, had a beautiful sister, Ushma Tamar, her name was Tamar. And one of David's sons from another wife, Amnon, had a tremendous. Desire, a tremendous Yitzhahara, an Ava, but it is not a real Ava. A real Ava is an Ava of Ava Sanefesh. This was what, unfortunately, what the Goyim would call Ava. You know, love at first sight, that's really infatuation, a terrible burning Yitzhahara. He had this terrible burning Yitzhahara for his own sister. Now, <clears throat> who is Amnon? Who is Tamar? Who is Avshalom? So obviously, we know that David had. Many wives. David did not marry more wives than he was not allowed to. But David had several wives. Avshalom is referred to constantly as the sister of Tamar, although Chayish is the sister of all of David's children, because Avshalom and Tamar came from the same mother. 
And this mother, who was this mother? So Chazal tell us, we'll see from the Hemshech of the story, that Amnon and Tomer were not halachic sisters. How is that possible? So Chazal tell us, like Monson Hedgen says, that actually Avsholem's mother, we'll see it later, not in this parak, but Avsholem later rebels against David, famously. Avsholem was the son of a Yifas Toyer. David used the Heter, the Pasuk, in Pashas Kiseitze, tells us, and David HaMelech took advantage of this Heter, and he took this woman, who was the daughter of the king of Geshur, he took her as a wife, and the children from this marriage were Amnon and Tomer. I'm sorry, we're not Amnon and Tomer. Tomer and Avshol, not Amnon. Amnon came from his regular Yiddish wives. Now, <coughs> the halacha, although there is somewhat of a dispute in the Gemara and the Rishonim, but the Pashas Hapsukim, when Chazal learned, is that when a person sees an Eishas Yifas Toyer, there's a heter right away at the Melchama before your Megayer, before anything, the Baal HaMiyad. David saw this lady, and he had a tremendous type of her, and he was and she became pregnant, she was Uberis from this pregnancy, and she had a child. Now that child is not Jewish, right? Because her mother was a guy. Now her mother was Megayer, and she became, you know, you have a whole sugya of Uberis as Megayer, and some of their Megayer also, but she was halachically not David's daughter, and she was halachically not Avshalom's sister, not anyone's sister, because she was a Gersh and his guy cut in Shemel Dami, and she was born, at least the, the heroine was when she, her mother was still a Gaita. So technically, on the most basic technical level, she was not a sister at all to Amnon. This is how Chazal was. And this, this, there's very many rise from the Seder Apsukim. Now, you should know that the Barbanel, just like the Barbanel did not like Chazal's Mahalach in the story of Dov and Basheva, to make the no technical Aveira, is not happy with this either, and he holds up that they were sisters, but that's the way Chazal learned, and we'll go with the way Chazal learned. And he had such a tremendous desire, a Yetzer, Amnon, for his sister, that he became sick. She was a Basula. Now, where does Kibesulahi come into the picture? So Rashi tells us, Kibesulahi v'tznuah b'beisa b'bayis v'eini yoytze l'chutz. So Basula is an explanation of the second chaylik of the Pasuk. He was lovesick for her, and he didn't see any way that he should be able to memala his taiva because she was a Basula, and the Basulas of David HaMelech were very tznuah, and they stayed in the home, they never went out. He didn't see any way that he would be able to do an Aveir with her because she was locked up in the house like it's, it's like B'nai Yisrael should be. So, now, that's Rashi's Pshat, and that's how I think how most Mepharshim learn. There are some who say, the Radak says that she had a stronger taiva because of the fact that she was a basula, which rather reads a little bit better into the Pasuk, because Bavur he, if basula is the reason for Avibi Pole, it's a little bit of out of order. So Radaksa brings both Pshatim, 
But either way, he had his tremendous taiva. He didn't see any way to fulfill his taiva. And he was poshit sick. He couldn't sleep at night. He stayed up all night dreaming about his tremendous taiva. Which Tom says also a lesson, a lesson, you know. Most of our taivas, all they do is they cause us misery. We spend months and weeks and late nights hollowing over it. When you finally get it, it's not so gishmak. But that's, 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 that's what taivas do to you. Amlin had a friend who happened to be one of David's nephews. His name was Yenodov. He was the son of Shima, David's brother. This Yenodov was a very wise fellow. Now, in a minute, we'll see Yenodov's wisdom. It sounds pretty rotten. So Rashi tells us that, and really it's coming from the Gemara and Sanhedrin, that he was very, very wise in the ways of wicked evil. Right? Unfortunately, we've seen some wise, wicked evilness recently. So that was his wisdom. Now, Chazal also learned from here that you have to be careful with your friends. The Gemara says, says, because he had this friend, you know, what would have happened? Without this friend, he would have, okay, he would have, you know, been spent a lot of sleepless nights calling about what is not appropriate for him, like many other people do, and he would have moved on in life. But unfortunately, he had this rush of a friend, and he gave him a terrible eight so that we're about to see, and uh, because of that, he ends up with a very, very unhappy, very terrible ending. So be careful with your friends because, you know, sometimes, unfortunately you see this, people have friends who give them horrible advice and they go from being someone who just has some bad ideas to a person who does terrible things. How do such rotten people come out in these, these families? This is family. Okay. Like, you look around the world, you see, uh, you don't have to go back that far in history to see very harsh people who have uh, children who, who did some pretty rotten things. It's unfortunately, this is Derek It's not always... We don't understand it, right? <coughs> you know, we know that uh, that that Chizkiyot Melch didn't want to have children because he saw he was going to have a son of Russia. And the message from the Navi was, Don't get involved in Akalash Baruch's secrets. Akalash Baruch has his ways of running the world. How was how was another alive? How did he get saved from Amin? So he was a, he was a, he was the next dar. It doesn't say that that dar was killed. It says that the brothers were killed. You know, so I guess he was already. You know, he was maybe he felt he was safe. Well. He was from the sister. I don't know exactly who was killed out by Malcham, we don't know. Oh. So he has this friend. Now, the Malbum, different than Chazal and different than what would seem to be the Pashtus of Sukkim, actually understand that this fellow was not a Russia. So that would maybe be a good answer to your question, Mandy, that, you know, how could David Melch have a nephew that's such a Russian? We'll see that he's still hanging out with David Melch after the story. So it definitely doesn't, that's why the Malbim is bothered, that it doesn't seem like he's this, you know, renowned Russia, because he seems to be one of David's advisors and friends and, and Misharsim. So the Malbim learns that he's not a Russia. Now we're going to read the next Yipsukim. It seems very difficult to understand that, but the Malbim will explain. So you're a prince, you're Ben Amelch. Why are you looking so weak and shvach? That's not the way a, a prince should look. Well slept, well fed, right? We know that the Gemara, when it tells us that the latest man, Kima, right? We know that this man 
of Seizan and Kriyashma has to be B'Shach V'Bukumecha, when you wake up in the morning. The latest man of waking up is this man when the Ben Malachim wake up. That's, you know, the latest people. The kings. Yeshiva Bachim, right? Yeshiva Bachim, the kings, right? Man Malki Rabbonim, Yeshiva Bachim, they get to sleep late. Okay, so, what? That's Yeah. So he says, why are you Ben Malach? Why you look so shach? Every morning, tell me. Tell me what the problem is. He must have been a pretty good friend if you didn't shem's to say. says, I have this tremendous desire for my sister. Well, he doesn't call her his sister, which is very much meduic that it wasn't Halachli's sister. He says, I'm Tamar, the sister of Avshalom. Avshalom is my brother. I have this tremendous desire for her. I have eight of you. I have an idea. You think it's impossible to get to her. The Melech has her locked up. She's a Tsunua. She never leaves the house. I'll give you an eight. Go lie in bed. And make yourself sick. It's going to happen. You're going to act like you're very sick. So your father's going to come to Mvakachayla. Your father's going to come and see what's going on with you. You should tell your father. Let Tomer my sister. Now, if she wasn't a sister, why is he calling her sister? Because she was treated. David raised her as one of his children. She was treated like one of the sisters. And when you speak to David, you don't say my, you know, Giyaira's sister, who's not really my sister. You say my sister. So let Tomer my sister come. And let her feed me bread. She should make it in front of me as Habri of a meal. I'm very shvach, I have no appetite. But if my sister, she's a good cook, she'll come and she'll cook up a nice meal in front of me and she's a nice person, maybe that will build up enough of an appetite, I'll be able to eat. Now, we'll see that Kipshutoi, this was just a nefarious, devious plot to get Tamar to be alone with Amnon. But the Malbum says, unlike the Pasha Sapsukim, that actually he was not a Russia. And Yainodov had a plan to try to let David figure out that something's up over here. And the Mela, he wanted the whole Seydat Varm is a little bit backwards. He says, she should feed me bread and she should cook it. It's out of order. And why dafka her? And the whole plan is that David should chap that something's up over here with his son and with his daughter, and he should take the right precautions and maybe. David will decide they could get married because they're not technically brother and sister. But the plan was really for David to chap what's going on. How how is that vicious? <clears throat> it's not. The Malbim Shang say he was not a Russian. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Chazal, the Pashib Shat, it was just a trick, as we'll see, to get her alone with Amnon, and then Amnon can do Kirtsoine. And if that was his plan, then he's a terrible Russian. The Malbim saying he was not a Russian. His plan was just uh, to, to cause David to figure out what's really going on. Why can't he marry her? Why can't he ask to marry her? If you knew somebody who had such a story, they got, you know, they, maybe they got married and their wife wasn't actually Jewish then, and then they, and 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 they, in those days, yeah, right? so, so the Malbim learns that you know those pshat taka was that they should he should let her marry him. But the pshut the pasha well, says to that, so that it's an evolve. It's, it's your biological her. sister. You don't marry a biological sister. <coughs> it's a 
his biological sister. I awakely smoter like also came. That's not the right way to do things. Right. Uh, Kanye was able to marry. Right. Her sister instead of other marrying. Oh. So. So Lamaisa Amnon carries out the plot. Amnon, he lies in his bed, he makes himself seem very sick. And David comes to see what's going on. Now, Yehnodov told him exact wording to say. Because Yehnodov wanted David Shechap, and David should maybe let him get married. But Amnon didn't do what Yehnodov told him to do. He changed the wording. And he said in a way that made sense. He said, oh, my sister, she's famous for her donuts. Right? Lviv is a donuts. Let her come and make for me her special donuts. And then I'll, I'll eat from her. So David says, it sounds reasonable. Right? There's a special donut for she boiled the dough and then you fried the dough. Okay, I hear he needs to eat this. He's, he's, you know, he's sick and sick people, they come up with everything, you know, the one thing that's going to make them hungry. So David agrees. Go to Amnon's house, Make him a meal. Tomer goes to the house of Amnon Acheha, who shaykh if he's lying sick. She takes the dough. She needs it. She makes it into into the shape in front of him. She cooks them. She fries them. Hamashes, Rashi says it's the pan, the frying pan. She pours it in front of him. He says, I can't eat. I'm still, I don't have the appetite. Ram says, you know, there's too many people that I can't. Everyone has to go away. It's okay, my king's son needs to eat. You know, this is not, not a joke. He's sick, he doesn't have an appetite. I can't, it's a big public open room. Come into the private room, back room. I'll be able to eat. I'll be able to eat. She, she believes it. She takes the donuts. She comes into the private room. She brings Amnin the donuts. And she comes to feed him. She thinks his mom is sick. And suddenly, all of a sudden, he's strong, he's healthy. He grabs her. I want to be mezan with you. Which is interesting that Bashas, the nice shriva, he calls her achaisi. And she tells him, No, how can we do this? Don't be ma'an me, don't be ma'anas me, don't rape me. Kiloi also came to Israel. And she tells him three different reasons why he shouldn't do it. First of all, well, he also came to Israel. It's not the right way things are done. First of all, it looks like Znos. And to do without marriage, you don't, don't have Znos without marriage. It's not, don't have beer without marriage. It's not appropriate. And second of all, it's going to cause me tremendous, tremendous busha. That that's the way that the Basula Samal, the one of the daughters of the king of Basula, she goes and she's Mazana with her brother. The Atatia, 
So first of all, it's a disgusting thing to do in general. Chal Yisrael doesn't act this way. Second of all, you're going to cause me terrible busha. And third of all, you know, you know what? Everyone's going to look at you. You're going to be looked at as the lowest of the low. You have such a tremendous type, no problem. Go tell the king you want to marry me. The king will let. Which Chazal says is the biggest raya that technically is mm-hmm. Actually, the king will let me marry. Okay, if the sister and brother, that's ridiculous. As the Barbanel says, he's not so much small. She was just trying to. Oh, this is the before she pshat. She'll say whatever it takes. Yeah, now, still, she's not going to say anything. Mamish ridiculous because you know it's 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 it has to have some. Okay, she was a half sister, so maybe the king will let whatever. What was the question? So what, what's Leiasi according to this? Meaning, what was her, her first reason was Leiasi can be Israel? How do you how do you, how do you, not not brother out sister out of marriage out of marriage out of wedlock? Not. And Malbim says that he was mira- she was miramist him at the Lashon of Shechem. She said, you know, the Lashon over there, the Pasuk by Shechem is, Kinevol also be so lishke of Zabas Yaakov. Echem le'yosa, to be sheikh of Zabas Yaakov. She's telling him, you don't do that. That's not what you didn't do. Yeah, that's what she was, she was, she was, she was bedafka hinting to those words. She spoke very sharply and she told him, you're going to be considered the biggest novel lowlife in Kali's show. You're, you're, you're right now, he was one of the top contenders to be the next king. No one else knew about the Navua that it's showing me yet. So he was a top contender to be, he's a crown prince. You can go and act this way, you're going to lose your whole everything. And then David she did not listen. He didn't listen to her. He grabbed her. He was ma'anaser. And then he was sheikhavaisa. What's the two things? So Chazal say that first he was ma'anaser shalaykadak. He figures he won't break her besulim. And he thought maybe that will calm his taiva, but Lamaisa didn't work. So then he was afterwards bal her kedarka. So you know, usually you have it the other way around over here. He was first bal shaloi kedarka, and that didn't work. He still had such a burning yetzahara. And he was bal kedarka. And then, what happens next? As soon as Lamaisa was over, suddenly he has a tremendous hatred for her. The sinner was even greater than the love that he had for her previously. Get out of here. Now, before we continue, where did this tremendous sinner come from? So, Chazal say that actually, in the course of her fighting and trying to stop him, she actually caused him to become a Koshifcha. She caused damage to his Aver, and he became a Kroshivcha, and that's why he hated her so much. But the Amos is all the Mepharshah Pshat don't learn, you don't need to come on to that. That's, it's, there's a much more simple reason why he hated her. Why do you hate her? Because, right, and this is, this is a Mayurdik and Moser Haskell. A person doesn't have Aver, and Chazal also says, Chazal say that, Ahavash ain't a I'm sorry, Ahavah Tlui B'davr, when the Dover is gone, then the Ahavah is gone. The whole, there was no Ava here. There was a tremendous burning Yitzhahara. And as soon as the Yitzhahara is gone, not only is the Yitzhahara gone, you know, it happens to me. We all have this. You know, you have the Yitzhahara, and once the Yitzhahara is gone, suddenly you feel disgusting. Why'd you do this stupid Why'd you say this? Say what you should have said. And, and you're so upset at yourself 
So you, you, there's the self-loathing. So now she who had previously been the, the subject of his tremendous desire, she now became mamish the, the Dovershal Sinna, because this was now reminded him of his terrible, terrible Aver. Not to mention, Mufarshan point out that she spoke to him pretty sharply and called him some pretty nasty names. So in the burning moment, he looked over how it's going to affect his future and everything. He just couldn't control himself. But the moment his tithe was satiated, so now she insulted him. Perhaps when Chazal, she also physically harmed him. And he realized what he had done and he was so disgusted himself. So he wants to throw her out. And really, you know, this is the way all Yitzhahara's work. You know, the Yitzhahara is, right, Chazal say that lost the love, because Baruch is going to take the Yitzhahara, he's going to shech the Yitzhahara, and Sadiqim are going to cry, and their Shalom are going to cry. Sadiqim are going to cry, because Yitzhahara is this Hargavoya. How is I able to defeat this Hargavoya? And their Shalom are going to cry. Yitzhahara is nothing. What's Pshat? Pshat's Pashat. Is it Hargavoya or is it Chushal Sayer? Tarot says the Yitzhahara is all dimmin. So the person who didn't do that very yet, Grace. First, it did that very chaps. I was nothing. It was for nothing. And I heard once B'shem Urizor commenting on this Chazal. He said that, you know, the Elam says such merdi gazachin about balichuva. He says about is great, but he says the balichuva. He says like me, I know that it's all baloney. The Yeshiva Bachar and Bnei Brak. He thinks that in Tel Aviv it's so gishmak because it's our pumps it up. He doesn't chap. It's mamish. It's garbage. It's nothing. And that's that's it's a horror. And it's Meduik in the Lashon Apostik. The Apostik says that. Sorry, the Apostik says that. What was the godless of the sinner? It came. From the love, the greater the burning Yetzahara, that's Gayrim, a greater sinner afterwards. The greater the Yetzahara, when the Yetzahara is removed, the greater the terrible sinner. And the terrible feeling that a person has after he gives into the Yitzhahara. So Lamaisa, the problem is that he used this the wrong way. Instead of using this to tshuva, he now turned on her and he became a terrible, cold-hearted Russia. Besides, he was ma'anasar. So he, he says, get out of here. But Taimelein, she tells him, This is even worse what you're trying to do now. You're going to cause me such terrible busha in the middle of the day. You're going to throw me out. It's going to be very obvious what happened. You're going to be Others say that he actually wanted, that she wanted that he should marry her at this point. That if a zoivait, and it's the halacha of the tayyar, but he's mechuyiv to, right? Person's ma'anasi, yisha, loisil yisha, loyachal shalachal koyamav. And he did the opposite. So some learned that he taka wanted, she wanted him to marry. Others say she just wanted at least let me stay here till the end of the day so I don't have busha going out barabim. And not only did he send her out, he sent from one of his servants, get her out of here. He didn't call her by name. Lock her out. She had a kasoinus pasim, a very fine woolen baget. He came to Bashan of Benoisa Melch. Then Benoisa Melch wore me'il. Sounds a little funny. They wore Kasainus Pasim or Me'il. So Malam says they wore Kasainus Pasim underneath and they had a Me'il on top. And he threw her out without her outer Malbush. So she was dressed in the Kasainus, but that's not the way they went out in public. They wore Fitznius. They wore an Albert outer Malbush. They wore a Me'il over the Kasainus. And he threw her out half undressed. Mamish in the middle of the day, you know, even terrible, even a Busha. And 
And Tomer was so upset about what happened. But Tikach Tomer Efer Al Roisha Uksoidus Hapasim Hashalah Karos She rips her begadim. She puts ash on her head. But Tosim Yod Al Roisha She puts her hand on her head. But Taylor Chaloich Vezaka and she's crying and screaming. Everyone should know about this terrible novella. And Chazal say that at this moment, Tana Mishmeidu B'Shuvan Karcha Gather Godel Godra Tomer Baisasha. Tomer was Gairim, that there was a terrible pirza, terrible open you know, place for, for Ra to happen. And Kali saw Tomer by making it public. So she was Mavaz herself, but she was Gairim to this pirza. Why? Because everyone saw, and if this could happen to a princess, if you ate this, it for sure could happen to a regular girl. And with Sneers Kachin, she was a tremendous, it still happened with Prutz Salachas Kam Vakama, and Amr Behuda Ba'isa Shah Gazal Yichud. It was at that moment that there were geyser yichud, even in my rois, usually there would not be an iser, that's what, no such but al penuya, the iser of yichud with a penuya was nigzar ba'isa shah. Why is that a bad thing? It's, it's a good thing. She caused this pirza, there was a pirza in Klaiso, but there was room of for, God or God or God she God was, she way. closed it off, there was room for, you know, people, a pony and Pnuya could be alone, and it could lead to have heirs, and because of this, there are guys, and that's the Isser of a pony and a Pnuya to be, agav. usually a pony and Pnuya, Jewish boy and girl being Miachet, this is their Isa, because usually the girl is a Nida, right, we don't, our, our girls don't go to the mikveh, because I'm only tyrus, so it's 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 a But if you have even a tahira together with a ishtar, there's still an isiyichud. Vayemer, I just want to finish up one second. Vayemer um, Allah Avshalom Achel, her brother Avshalom. Avshalom is always called her brother because he cares about her, just like Shimon the Levi with the brothers Achedina. Minun Achecha Hoy Imach. He mispronounces his name. Derech Bezayin. He says was Amnon was Maanasu. She said, "Yeah, don't don't make such a scene." Achichu, he's your brother. It's not kedai to sit and dwell on what happened. He's your brother. Whatever the bush was, it was. You have to move on. She was too embarrassed to go back to the other Bnei Samelach, and she went to have Shalom's house. David was very very upset. And the Farshim point out, he was very, very upset, first of all, because he had actually sent Sibis that he, he himself was the gurim of the terrible Tzara happening. He sent her himself. That's why I started off Ragvim, the Inish in Arvim Bay. And not only that, as you pointed out, if you would make a big deal out of this in public, everyone's going to say, oh, you know where he got it from? He learned from David, like, just like you said. He learned it from David. And Mamel David couldn't really do anything in public, and it was a terrible, terrible tsar for David. He had been going this with his gate. He had been the one who sent her there. And there's this aspect that it was Ma'ir, the Aver of David himself. So David was a terrible tsar, but we don't find that David did any major, at least publicly, any punishment for Amnon. Avshalom did not forget about this. In his heart, he was very angry, but he didn't say anything publicly. And Avshalom, we'll see, has a plan, but that we're going to have to wait for Bez Hashem next week. Shkech.